Shalom, alchem, peace be upon you, and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives, and that's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, today we are resuming our study in the book of 2 Samuel. We're ready for chapter 7. We're going to read 7, 8, and 9. Uh, 8 and 9 are pretty short. Uh, chapter 7 deals with a couple of things. It deals with... Uh, well, the very beginning of it deals with David wanting to build a house for the Lord. Uh, but then the information comes back to David from God through the prophet Nathan that, no, it wouldn't be David that would do that. In fact, it would be one of David's descendants. And there's some promises made to David about his household and the future of Israel. And in chapter 8, we kind of see more war, but really the establishment of David's kingdom. And in chapter 9, we see the story where David decides that he wants to show compassion to anyone who might be left from Saul's house for the sake of Jonathan. And we see this uh, son of Jonathan who was lame and his feet couldn't walk. And David shows him this great kindness and blesses him uh, uh, for the sake of Jonathan. And so that's kind of the overview of what we're going to be looking at today. And my prayer is that you'll just be blessed by hearing the Word of God um, and that it's that it'll just move your heart today uh, closer to God. All right, let's begin. Second Samuel, King James Bible. Chapter 7, verse 1. And it came to pass, when the king sat in his house, and the Lord had given, man, given him rest round about from all his enemies, that the king said unto Nathan the prophet, See now I dwell in a house of cedar, but the ark of God dwelleth within curtains. And Nathan said to the king, Go, do all that is in thy heart, for the Lord is with thee. And it came to pass that night that the word of the Lord came unto Nathan, saying, Go, and tell my servant David, Thus saith the Lord, Shall thou build me a house for me to dwell in? Whereas I have not dwelt in any house since the time that I brought up the children of Israel out of Egypt, even unto this day, but have walked in a tent in a tabernacle. In all the places wherein I have walked with the children of Israel, spake I a word with any of the tribes of Israel, whom I commanded to feed my people Israel, saying, Why build ye not me a house of cedar? Now therefore, so shall thou say unto my servant David, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I took thee from the sheepcoat from following the sheep to be ruler over my people, over Israel. And I was with thee whithersoever thou wentest, and have cut off all thy enemies out of thy sight, and have made thee a great name, like unto the name of the great men that are in the earth. Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and I will plant them, that they may dwell in a place of their own, and move no more, neither shall the children of wickedness afflict them any more as before time. 
and as since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel, and have caused thee to rest from all thy enemies, also the Lord telleth thee that he will make thee a house. And when thy days be fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom, and he shall build a house for my name, and I will establish a throne of his kingdom forever. And I will be his father, and he shall be my son, and if he commit iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men, and with the stripes of the children of men. But my mercy shall not depart away from him, as I took it from Saul, whom I put away before thee. And thy house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee. Thy throne shall be established forever. According to all these words, and according to all this vision, so did Nathan speak unto David. Then David, then went King David in, and he sat before the Lord, and he said, Who am I, O Lord God? And what is my house that thou hast brought me hitherto? And this was yet a small thing in thy sight, O Lord God, but thou hast spoken also of thy servant's house for a great while to come. And is this the manner of man, O Lord God? And what can David say more unto thee? For thou, Lord God, knowest thy servant. For thy word's sake and according to thy own heart hast thou done all these great things to make thy servant know them. Wherefore thou art great, O Lord God. For there is none like thee, neither is there any God beside thee, according to all that we have heard with our ears. And what one nation in the earth is like thy people, even like Israel, whom God went to redeem for a people to himself, and to make him a name, to do for great things and terrible for thy land, before thy people which thou redeemest to thee from Egypt, and from the nations and their gods? For thou hast confirmed to thyself thy people Israel to be a people unto thee forever. And thou, Lord, art become their God. And now, O Lord God, thy word thou spoken concerning thy servant and concerning this house, establish it forever, and do as thou hast said. And let thy name be magnified forever, saying, The Lord of hosts is the God of over Israel. And let the house of thy servant David be established before thee. For thou, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, hast revealed unto thy servant, saying, I will build thee a house. Therefore hath thy servant found in his heart to pray this prayer unto thee. And now, O Lord God, thou art the God, and thy words be true, and thou hast promised this goodness unto thy servant. Therefore now let it please thee to bless the house of thy servant, that it may continue forever before thee. For thou, O Lord God, hast spoken it. And with thy blessing, let the house of thy servant be blessed forever. Chapter 8 And after this it came to pass that David smote the Philistines and subdued them, and David took Methagamah out of the hand of the Philistines. And he smote Moab and measured them with a line, casting them down to the ground. Even with two lines measured, he put them to death, and with one full line to keep, keep alive. And so the Moabites became David's servants and brought gifts. David smote also Hadazer, the son of Roab, 
king of Zoba, and he went to recover his border at the river Euphrates. And David took him a thousand chariots and seven hundred horsemen and twenty thousand footmen, and David hauled all the chariots' horses, but reserved them for a hundred chariots. And when the Syrians of Damascus came to to succor Hadezer, king of Zobad, David slew the Syrians two and twenty thousand men. Then David put garrisons in Syria of Damascus, and the Syrians became servants to David and brought gifts, and the Lord preserved David whithersoever he went. And David took the shields of gold that were on the servants of Hadezer, and he brought them unto Jerusalem. And from Betah and from Berathiah, cities of Hadezer, king David took exceeding much brass. When Toy king of Hamatha heard that David had smitten all the host of Hadadazer, then Toy sent Joram his son unto king David to salute him and to bless him, because he had fought against Hadadazer and smitten him, for Hadadazer had wars with Toi. And Joram brought with him vessels of silver and vessels of gold and vessels of brass, which also king David did dedicate unto the Lord with the silver and gold that he had dedicated to all nations, which he subdued. Of Syria and of Moab and of the children of Ammon and of the Philistines of Amalek and of the spoil of Hadezazer, son of Rehob, king of Zobah. And David got him a name when he returned from smiting the Syrians in the Valley of Salt, being 18,000 men. And he put garrisons in Edom throughout all Edom, put he garrisons, and all they of Edom became David's servants, and the Lord preserved David whithersoever he went. And David reigned over all Israel, and David executed judgment and his justice unto all his people. And Joab the son of Zeruiah was over the host, and Josaphat the son of Ahulod was recorder, and Zodak the son of Atib, and Ameliak the son of Abithar were the priest, and Syriai was the scribe. And Benaiah the son of Joadiah was over both the Cherahites and the Pelites, and David's sons were chief rulers. Chapter 9 And David said, Is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul, that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? And there was one there was of the house of Saul a servant whose name was Ziba. And when they had called him unto David, the king said unto him, Art thou Ziba? And he said, Thy servant is he. And the king said, Is there not yet any of the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God unto him? And Ziba said unto the king, Jonathan hath yet a son which is lame on his feet. And the king said unto him, Where is he? And Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he is in the house of Mekur, the son of Amuel, in Lodabar. And, the, and king David sent and fetched him out of the house of Mekar, the son of Amuel, from Lodabar. Now, when Mahisophaseth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, was coming to David, he, he fell on his face and did reverence. And David said, Mephisbopheseth. And he answered, Behold thy servant. 
And David said unto him, Fear not, for I will surely show thee kindness for Jonathan thy father's sake. And I will restore to thee the land of Saul thy father. And thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. He bowed himself and he said, What is thy servant that thou shouldest look upon such a dead dog as I am? And the king called to Ziba, Saul's servant, and he said unto him, I have given unto thy master, son, all that pertained to Saul and to all his house. Thou therefore and thy sons and thy servants shall till the land for him, and shall bring in the fruits that thy, thy master's son might have food to eat. But Mohiphoseth, thy master's son, shall eat bread always at my table. Now Ziba had fifteen sons and twenty servants. Then said Ziba unto the king, According to all that my lord king hath commanded, his servants shall thy servants do. As for Mohiphoseth, said the king, he shall eat at my table as one of the king's son. And Mohisoboseth had a young son whose name was Micah. And all that dwelt in the house of Ziba were servants unto Mohisoboseth. So Mohisoboseth dealt, dwelt in Jerusalem, for he did eat continually at the king's table, and was lame on both feet. And that, my friends, is chapter 7, 8. And nine, and you will please forgive me for struggling to pronounce pronounce some of these names. Uh, this lame servant, who was a son of Jonathan, that David wanted to show favor to for the sake of Jonathan, just to show mercy, the mercy of God to the house of Saul, for Jonathan's sake. His name was Mephibosheth, and. It's just kind of hard to say ten times in one reading. Uh, but anyway, hopefully you weren't too distracted by some of those errors on my behalf. And hopefully you just uh, got something from the story. It, you know, it just shows David's character and his love towards God and his love towards his friend Jonathan. You know, his heart is, God has blessed me, I want to build a house for you know, why should the ark of God sit in tents while I'm sitting in this nice palace? And of course, the word comes to Nathan. He says, it won't be you. It'll be a descendant of yours, but I'm going to bless your descendants and they're going to reign forever. And then David wants to show this same kind of kindness to Saul's house. Anybody who's left of Saul's health for the sake of Jonathan and this guy who I can't pronounce his name, Mephishobeseth, lame on both feet. One day he gets the call, right? They show up, they knock on the door, and they say, hey, King David wants to see you. First thing's probably coming to his mind because what is pretty much standard throughout the world this time is when a king takes over, you kill anybody related to the other king so that there's no attempt for the throne. So he's probably thinking to himself, well, this is it. He found me out, now I'm going to die. But instead, he's blessed. And he's told, you're going to eat from the king's table for the rest of your life. And everything, that all the land that belonged to Saul, I'm going to restore to you. Furthermore, I'm going to have Ziba and all his sons till the land and bring in the harvest for you. 
I mean, talk about your life being changed forever. Not because of anything you've done, not because of anything you've earned, just because of the great mercy of the King. And in many ways, this is a foreshadow of what God has done for us. None of us deserved to have forgiveness. None of us deserve an eternal inheritance. We're all helpless and at the mercy of the King, the great King, Jesus Christ. And yet, mercy is being shown to us and we've been promised an eternal inheritance if we will just believe and if we will just finish our lives, finish the race with that belief in our heart. I pray you've been blessed this morning and that the word has spoken to you and that somehow this has caused you to draw ever more closely to God today. Thank you for listening. Lord willing, I'll be back with you on Friday as we resume our study in the ancient book of Yasher. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.